coming up this week on Alex's fun little podcast, Michael doesn't remember what I look like. Justice for Brittany and an open chat about the worst things you could find in your trick-or-treating pillowcase. Enjoy, spooky friends. <laughs> Greetings. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Alex's. Oh! It, I was going to say the spooky podcast. I already, I already just got scared. What did we tell you guys? This is Menace Hour. Menace Hour. This dog is tired. He went and he worked today on a photo shoot at the Home Depot hot dog stand. Okay? We played all around outside. He's growling at you. ran around the yard. We came into the office and I noticed his toy that we call Rocco on the floor. I picked up Rocco and I put him on the desk. He was not interested in Rocco until I took him away. And Just give him Rocco. You're losing podcast privileges. Well, that was a spooky start to the podcast. That really did scare me. I think my senses are really elevated right now because I know that Halloween is coming. Therefore, I'm scared. We also were just talking about our friends, Katie and Austin, brought to our attention something here in Detroit, which is a haunted car wash, which is probably the scariest thing I could ever do because I'm scared of just things, haunting things. And then I am also very scared of car washes. And this is like a haunted house in a car wash that you drive in with your car. But don't you feel like a haunted house is scarier because you don't have protection? Correct. And that's the only reason why I'm willing to do this. I'm only willing to do this because I have the protection of the car. And if all goes awry, I'm just going to lay down on the bottom seats. Just uh, bury on, your head. On the floor. Yeah. But it's like, I guess it's like clowns jumping out at you and like jumping on the car and tapping on the car. And they said it will last anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. So that sounds fun to me, but that's what I don't get. A car wash takes like two minutes. So can they like slow the speed down to 0.1? I think so. But nothing could be scarier to me. They say there's a guy, you know, telling you to get on the tracks and he's wearing a mask. And I'm already scared getting my car on the tracks. People have told me horror stories of the fire department had to be called, get them off the tracks. I was at the car wash a few weeks ago and the person in front of me they started to go and their car fell off the tracks and they had to stop the car wash. Really? A hundred percent. How did it fall off? It was like, you know, they did the thing where they hose it down and then it starts to go. And as it started to go, it just like came off the track a little bit, the left side. And we all had to stop. Those are my fears. And now for some reason, I've, I've been possessed that I'm going to go to a haunted car wash. So TBD, there might not be a podcast next week because I'm, I might just be curled up in a ball in sheer terror. I think it's going to be fun. Very brave of you. It is brave of me. Do you want to hear something else that might be brave of me? What? I'm getting a haircut next week. And I, I think I'm going I'm to chop. Really? I think I'm, I'm either going to chop the length and do what the kids are calling a fuck-ass bob. Or I'm going to fully go for bangs. Not side bangs, not curtain bangs, bangs. A fuck-ass bob? Yeah. A fab? <laughs> yeah, it's a fab. It's, yes. It's called a fab. And basically, when you cut your hair into a certain style of bob now, Gen Z is calling it a fuck-ass bob. I think that's what you should do. You've done bangs. That's not that crazy. I've done a bob. I've never seen that. Are you... Hello? Are you okay? 
In COVID, I did that bob. Like short? Yes, it was to my ears. What? And it was really I don't remember that at all. What are you talking about? And it was really blonde. And you said, whoa, looking at you from behind, it looks like a different person. Gosh, I need to do, see a picture. I can't I picture really that. Do I really have to pull up a photo of my COVID bob? Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Michael, I thought it was more impactful for you. Maybe it wasn't a fuck-ass bob. Maybe it was just a bob. Maybe, yeah, that's the difference. I don't remember it being that <laughs> short. It was really short, and I loved it. I did really, really love it. And I could do that again, but I don't know. I'm always saying that I want to get bangs, and then I don't. I'm not a big bangs fan. You're not a big bangs fan? No, I don't love the bangs. You don't? I like it, I like it better when you don't have bangs. Why? If I have any say in it. Yeah, why are you telling this to me now? Well, wouldn't it be better to tell you now rather than after it's done? No, but I've had bangs before. I mean, you can do what I mean, you want to do. Michael, look at how short my hair is here. That is a bob. Wow. My God, I don't remember that at all. Where are you? What are you talking about? I just truly don't remember that haircut, but I really like it. Do you have like short-term memory loss? This was a really big moment in my life. I cut off like five inches of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't remember that time. Maybe I, just COVID it all blended together. I, I, I genuinely don't have like a recollection of that. I mean, you can't. That is short hair. For sure. Yeah. That's like our friend Kylie's hair. Yeah. So should I do it again? I think so. I love that look. You don't even remember it. How can you love it? You don't even remember it. I just saw it in the picture. Wasn't I that really impactful? Like it. I'm so sorry. You need pictures of me to remember what I looked like three years ago. Fuck ass Bob. Let's get into our daily dance because this week's topic, I think, is going to take up a little bit of time. The daily dance of the week is Showdown, Britney Spears. I obviously had to choose something by Britney Spears as her memoir came out today, The Woman in Me. I have been listening to... Uh, celebrity memoir book club, the podcast, just to get some recaps, but I am on hold for it at the library. And I want to listen to the audio version because it is voiced by Michelle Williams, which I think is an iconic move to have an Oscar winner. Straight. Showdown is an amazing song. It's not one of her most well-known, but the vocals she gives us are unhinged in the best way possible. Here comes the showdown. Wow. That's pretty good. And all I have to say, all I have to say is that all the people in this book, your day has come. Fun's over. Sorry. You've been caught, Justin Timberlake. You've been caught, Jamie Spears. You've been caught, Jamie Lynn Spears. You've been caught, Lynn Spears, and all the combinations of Jamie's and Lynn's. What everybody did to Britney was absolutely evil and horrific. And I am so glad that we are finally getting to hear it from her words. From what I've heard on Celebrity Memoir Book Club they do actually feel this is her words. I was a little bit concerned myself that this was just going to be kind of like an AI filler book, but apparently it is in Britney's voice and it seems very true to Britney and her story. And I can't wait to read it. Until then, I'll be listening to Showdown. Wow. No, hold on. <clears throat> wow. It's in between those two. We are going to continue this week with the Halloween-related topics and that is going to be an open discussion. Instead of ranking things, instead of doing a countdown list, you know, I was kind of writing this all down, preparing for the episode. 
I just want to talk about these things in an open format with Michael, because I think that's the best way to talk about this. And these are the worst things to get when you're trick-or-treating. And we're going to say when we were trick-or-treating children. So the worst things we got when we were trick-or-treating as kids. And I have to say, bad, bad news. We found out from our neighbors that we are not a trick-or-treating neighborhood. I think we should move. I know that was a big disappointment. Big. We thought our neighborhood was going to be really big for kids and trick-or-treating. But they said, you know, there's no sidewalks, streetlights. The kids go to different neighborhoods. And this was after I already bought 60 king-size candy bars. And I even thought to myself, maybe this isn't enough. See, I don't understand that. It's better without streetlights. You know? It's like, makes it spookier. I don't, who needs streetlights to trick-or-treat? And you definitely don't need sidewalks. It's not like it's a busy street. Kids these days are weaker. Not to sound like a full millennial, but they are weaker. When we were trick-or-treating in the early 2000s, we were out there in the trenches. My mom wasn't going through my bag to make sure that there were razor blades, not in my chocolate. It was a free-for-all. I was walking through the woods. Walking, exactly. Like, there's no streetlights in the backyards woods. backyards and in the different neighborhoods. We didn't have cell phones right. to tell us how to get home. Now they have to go to a well-lit street with a sidewalk. It's like, that was part of the fun. It was scary. You didn't know if someone could jump out from the bushes and scare you. There we Like, now it's just a candy collection Yeah, and mission. your reward was the candy. You were working for the candy. Now the expectation is just give me my candy. It's just like a charity handout fest. I don't, why is that even fun? Just go to the store and buy some. It's cheaper and easier. I totally agree, Michael. I was really upset, really upset. Even though today I was at a work meeting and I work a freelance job with my friend Katie. And we were talking about this topic today, the worst things you can get in your trick-or-treating bag. And I told Katie, you know, oh, like I got full-size candy bars. And later on during this meeting, Katie goes, who would eat a full-size Snickers? You'd have to be psychotic. Nobody's going to do that. Oh, I'm a psycho. Bitch, we did that last night watching Manchester by the Sea. I think ours are not true king size. King size no, are much bigger. No, they're just smaller now. They're just smaller now, Michael. They've made inflation. You get less for more. No, you get, yeah, you get less you for pay more. more for less. No, you're getting less for more. You're getting less product. For more money. Yeah, more same money. thing. You pay more for less. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess that's right, too. Sorry, I shouldn't have shut you down so quickly. So, Katie, Katie said, oh, I can't believe you mentioned me on the podcast sometimes. Katie is a main character in my life, and right now she's going to be a main character on this podcast. We ate the Snickers. We put it in the freezer. How many did we put in there? Four? I think we took four. I think so. Once we found out we weren't a trick-or-treating street... We were like, screw them kids. We're, we're eating the candy. We'll eat the supply. We will get high on our own supply, and we ate the full Snickers bar. And I would argue there's no better candy to eat while watching the most depressing movie in the world, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, I thought it worked. It was great. All right, let's get into it, because there's quite a few things that I was displeased with to find in my trick-or-treating bag, which was a pillowcase. If you were carrying around a little basket, or what would you call that? Like, a, you know, a, a trick-or-treating, um, you know, little, like, sometimes they look like pumpkins. Um, a basket? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So a basket. Real ones were carrying around a pillowcase. You meant business when you had that pillowcase slung over your shoulder, carrying it like a hobo from a 1940s movie. 
And when I got home and emptied out my pillowcase, if I found in there <clears throat> Neckos or Smarties, which are basically repackaged Tums, a Necko is a dry, chalky, disgusting thing. Why would you give that to a child? Yeah. Do you remember the, um, what were the non-chalky versions of that? They were like, they were kind of little saucers, but they were like tart. Sweet tarts. Oh, su sweet tarts are fine. Those the are good. Sweet tarts weren't chalky and they had the tartness to them. Yeah. Neckos are bad. My dad liked Neckos. I remember that. He John, ate all those. Neckos. And doesn't your dad like Smarties too? Yeah. I don't like a chalky candy. I don't want my hands to look like I was just on the pole vault after I eat it. The Neckos to pillowcase to garbage pipeline is very real because those weren't getting eaten or they were staying in a candy drawer or bag or something for months. And honest to God, if you got Neckos in the year 2001 and found them in your house today, they'd probably still be edible and that's a problem. Another one for me was pretzels and pretzels that were repackaged into Halloween packaging. So it was just a bag of Snyder's pretzels but now instead of being brown, it was orange with pumpkins on it. And it was at the bottom of my pillowcase. So by the time I took it out, what do you have? Pretzel crumbs. I would say pretzels also fall in the same line as peanuts and sunflower seeds. And I like pretzels. On a regular day, I like a pretzel snack. I think they're delicious. I think they're satisfying. But there's something about seeing that kind of snack amidst all your candy that was really disappointing. Really disappointing repackaged items to be Halloween themed does not make them suitable for trick-or-treating. And I think we need to preface right now that it's very possible that all trick-or-treaters, myself included, are just brats. We're just showing up to houses demanding candy and putting on a little show, like a little circus monkey. Like, oh, look at me in my costume. Now give me candy, grandma. But the grandmas are sweet. Sometimes they gave out pennies. Did you ever get pennies in your bag, Michael? Like sometimes wrapped up in tinfoil? Yeah. I remember getting some pennies or like even maybe a nickel roll, Ooh, which rich. is like five bucks or something. Uh, a $5 nickel roll people were giving out in your neighborhood? I think so. Did you grow up in Beverly Hills? A penny roll, I think, is a dollar or two dollars, a hundred, You have to pennies. have a lot of nickels to make up five dollars. Well, it would be a hundred. You were getting a hundred nickels? Wasn't your pillowcase heavy? I think that's what comes in a nickel roll. Pretty sure. 20 nickels to make one dollar times five. Yeah. 100 nickels. It's How many? 50 pennies and 40 nickels for $2. Roll? Oh, it's a $2 nickel yeah, roll? Yeah, $5 nickel roll. That'd be ridiculous. 100 nickels? Oh, yeah, that'd be a lot. Yeah, 100 nickels. You were going home with pretzels, neckos, and 100 nickels? Well, I think we got nickels. So it was like $2. That's a rich neighborhood. We were definitely getting pennies, and a grandma would, you know, wrap them in tin foil for you. And maybe, she'd give, maybe you'd get a dollar. This also segues into something that should never be in a trick-or-treating bag, and that is religious propaganda. I don't know if you remember this, but from time to time, instead of getting candy, you would get some little Jesus book or Bible book or something about being Catholic in your bag. Do you, did that ever happen to you? Do you remember that? Jesus Bible candy? Like, no, it's not. It wasn't candy. They were like little booklets, little pamphlets almost for kids about following Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I mean, vaguely. I don't have a great memory of it. But yeah, maybe like a little three page. Yeah. Almost like a team schedule or something that you'd put on your fridge. <laughs> of Jesus. 
Do you say Jesus or Jesus? Jesus. Jesus Christ is. So it's us. I mean, yeah. We I put think the so. us in Jesus, not Jesus. You have to be really bold to put religious propaganda in a child's pillow sack. What do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to go home, empty out their pillowcase, look at all that candy, look at the picture of Jesus dying on the cross and go, hmm, let me investigate that right now. It's not the time. It's actually really, really bad timing because they're not remotely going to be interested in that. And for me, that is right up there with wax lips. I would like data on how many kids did not know that wax lips were not edible and ended up with some kind of digestive disease from eating the wax lips that they got in their pillowcase. Why were we giving out wax lips? Did we as society really think they were that funny? They're not candy. They serve no other purpose than to just sit on your mouth. I don't even remember what a wax lip is. They're like the big red lips. And you could like do, you would wear them sometimes for Halloween costumes. Here. Is a, anything, oh, gross. The, I know, these are Is anything that you mentioned be, still around? Well, I'm sure people are still giving out Neckos. Are they? I don't know. I haven't seen a Neko Do Neckos exist? I wonder. You know what? Are they still I wouldn't be surprised if Gen Z put Neckos out of business. Eh, no, they're still selling Neckos. The original candy wafer. You can keep it. Are wax lips still around? Wax lips are definitely still around. You can order them on Amazon. And I guess we thought they were really funny as a society. We're like, ooh, send these kids home with a wax lip. So basically, once these things come into existence, they never go away. They just like, they're so worthless and make... They just make a billion of them and throw them in a warehouse and they're just around I think forever. so. And they're making money. Like it's a company now, so they just keep going. It says that there's cherry flavored, but it also says that they are made of food grade paraffin wax. Why would I? So you're telling me I can eat the wax lips? Who is well, going yeah. home just munching on the wax lips like I'm an apple? I'm sure they're not selling it if it's not edible. But I mean, do you want to eat something that is described as food grade wax? No, that's what I'm saying. We shouldn't have been giving those to children. We're so worried about the razor blades in the chocolate. And we're not being as concerned about wax lips, about feeding our kids paraffin. Our priorities aren't straight, America. Our priorities aren't straight. America has a problem. And the problem is wax lips. You know what else is a problem? What? Pixie sticks. Giving a child a pixie stick is like giving them cocaine. I think kids used to joke around like that too. Like kind of was. Like snorting it? I feel like I may have rubbing saw it that. on their gums? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> kids were not rubbing pixie sticks on their gums. I don't know. And if they are, I hope they're in therapy. Yeah, they probably are. Giving a child a pixie stick is so deeply irresponsible because you are basically just giving them a stick of pure unfiltered sugar there is no candy element it is straight to the dome with a pixie stick i think the better comp is catnip it's basically the human version of catnip well what do you think catnip is to a cat it's like cocaine yeah so i guess they're all kind of the same thing so you think a pixie stick is human catnip yeah basically <laughs> human catnip because like, i mean catnip's not like a drug it's not illegal have you seen my mom's cat on catnip? Yeah, but it's not an illegal substance, just like pixie sticks. Are. I think it should be. I think they all should be. 
I think they all fall in the same category. But I do like that comparison. They're selling Christmas-themed pixie sticks. And the caption is spread joy. You're spreading chaos if you give a kid a pixie stick on Christmas morning in their stocking. You get what you, what you asked for. Not to be confused with Fun Dip. Now, Fun Dip was a delicious treat. And it felt very rare. Fun Dip felt elusive. I didn't even need the dip. All I needed was that delicious vanilla tasting stick. I could have eaten those sticks like pretzel sticks. Just one after the other. Oh, God. I, that sounds good. Fun Dip. It was fun. They got that name right. They got that name exactly right. It was Fun Dip. Next, and this might be controversial because I know some people love it, but I think it's disgusting, is Swedish Fish. I'm with you on this. I think Swedish Fish are gross. Don't you think they're gross? They're really rubbery. The taste isn't very good, and they just seemed like a really bizarre candy. But some people swear by them. They're like, they always make it on like a top 10 list I, they're, of good they're candy. Almost, they have like a cult following. Yeah. Swedish Fish have a cult following, and I am proud to say I'm not a part of that cult. Jared Leto is probably in that cult. That's how I know there's something wrong with Swedish Fish. People really love it. I can say I appreciate the shape. I think they're cute. But as a candy, no thank you. Do you remember what your parents gave out growing up? I think it was just a variety pack. Variety pack of like fun size things? Yeah. We lived in a condo, so we had to take our candy to the clubhouse and drop it off there. And then people would give it out in bowls, which was a nice accessible event. But now that we are older and have a home again, I just, I need to be able to hand out candy and see the look on the kid's face when they say that's a king size candy bar and they fall to the ground on their knees. thanking me. Can you imagine if they saw a king size candy bar from like our time? No, a king size candy bar from our time was a monstrous. I mean, made for giants. The size of my forearm. I would argue. Now a Snickers is from my fingertip to my wrist. Oh, not even. Not even. It's like two fingers. Uh, yeah, that's probably right. That's probably right. We're being gypped. America has a problem, and it's wax lips and inflation. Definitely the second part. The first one, too. You know what slander I will not stand for, though? Is candy corn slander. If you do not like candy corn, that is on you. You cannot blame candy corn. That is another cult. People that hate candy corn really hate candy corn. And I love candy corn. I hate candy corn. Why? It's just gross. It's just like, it tastes like nothing. It has a, it has, yeah, it has no taste. It's just like a weird shape. And what about the candy corn pumpkins, little pumpkins? None. I don't like any. Or the brown candy corns? No. Mm -mm. I, think, I think we still have some candy corn in the pantry. I kind of want to go grab that. Do you know why it's called candy corn? As I open up the candy corn? Because when you put it all together, it looks like an ear of corn. Just well, I just thought each individual piece looked like a kernel. That's a really good point. That's a good point, my king. It does look like a kernel. Are you just realizing that? I thought I was maybe more onto something about when you stack them, it looks like a little ear of corn. But now I realize what, yeah, we, I what makes so. up the corn is kernels. Try one candy corn for me. The brown one. I think you might like it. It's sweet. It's just weird. I mean, I, I mean, it's not like throw up worthy, but I don't like it. Good. For, for our sake. Good. 
I don't understand the candy corn hate. I think candy corn is a festive, delicious treat. And as you can see from here, the bag is almost empty. One I could never understand, speaking of orange things, was the orange circus peanuts. Where did these originate from? And why did they have the same consistency of a foam finger? Orange peanuts? They were these orange foamy peanuts. And they were called like orange circuits, orange circus peanuts. I don't remember those at all. Well, good on you because they were absolutely disgusting. They looked like big... I'm really, really trying to pronounce peanuts here. I don't want to be kicked off the air. Yes, they're called circus peanuts and they're marshmallow, but they don't taste like marshmallow. They taste like styrofoam and their texture disgusts me. What's that disease that they made that American Horror Story all about where you hate like dots and things? Oh, yeah. You hate circles? I mean, look at that. Is that not repulsive? Are they peanut butter? No, they're just marshmallow. And it says they're a carnival themed snack. I don't want my themes, my candy to be carnival. I don't want anything to be carnival themed. Anything to do with carnivals, I'm not interested. Guess how many pieces, guess how many sugars are in four pieces? I mean, how much was in that piece of candy corn I just ate for no reason? There are 22 grams of sugar in one sixth cup. That's a lot. You can eat a lot in one sixth cup. For four peanuts, it's 27 grams of sugar. I don't know. One six cup? I mean, one cup is not that much. One six? That's probably like five pieces. So there's basically four grams of sugar per corn. That's a bad ratio. Yeah, really bad. And you've already eaten five since we started talking about candy corn. That was your allotment of sugar for the whole day. Is there a problem? I don't know. Is there? On ho It's like Thanksgiving. On Halloween week, calories and things don't matter. Calories don't matter anyway, but Halloween week is meant to be a week for candy. You say so. I just did. Did you hear me? Replay the tape. Anyway, this is one Katie did give me, which I thought was really, really cultural, and that is the mini Mr. Good Bar that came with the yellow and gold wrapper, and then it said good bar in red. These are like, like, Michael, who's a really bad, lame sports player? That's just kind of like, oh, that guy, he's still here. Too many to choose from? Just choose one. Who's someone on the Lions that's like, oh, God, you're still here? Will Harris. Mini Mr. Good Bars are the Will Harris of Halloween candy. Do you remember Crunch Bars? Yeah, Crunch Bars were satisfying. Yeah, I feel like Crunch Bars were always a top five. I mean, I, I feel like... In our trick-or-treating days, the top five was clear amongst everyone. Okay, go ahead. The, wait, top five in terms of the, this is what was given out or top five in terms of- No, what of you hope for. What you hope for. Ooh, okay, yeah. go ahead. I mean, Reese's, number one, for no, sure. Definitely number one. And specifically Reese's Cups, not like the little mini, you know, uh, no, 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 Easter egg candy butter stuff. Yeah. Peanut butter cups, no, but orange wrapper. To me, the most elite Reese's was the pumpkin-shaped one. And then at Christmas time, a Christmas tree shaped one. That was elite. Well, but whatever it was. It was continue. the orange wrapper. Continue. Yeah. Butterfinger. That would be controversial, but I do agree with you because I love Butterfinger. Yeah, that was always up there. And I do feel like the Sour Patch Kids, everyone always loved. I don't, I don't know if I ever got Sour Patch Kids. That's big time. And Crunch Bars. Am I missing something? I... I liked Almond Joys, but that was kind of more niche. Almond Joys? Yeah, like Are coconut. you 80? 
I like coconut. I don't know a single person that likes an Almond Joy. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm missing. I didn't what love about, Snickers. Oh, see, I love Snickers and I love Twix. No, I didn't like Twix. I didn't <gasps> like a caramel candy. Oh, yeah. Getting Twix was really, really nice. And so for me also is Three Musketeers. Ooh, no. I know. Three Musketeers is an acquired taste. I agree that that's not a usual one. That and Whoppers. Getting Whoppers was like getting gold from Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I didn't really like Whoppers either, but Kit Kat. Was a good one. Kit Kat was a very good one. I like Kit Kat. Like, have you ever seen a full size bag of Whoppers in your life? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I haven't. I think, at least. I they were for me. What does the packaging look like on a full size bag it of Whoppers? It was like Manila. Like, well, a... I know what the packaging looks like, but I've only ever seen a seen a fun size bag of Whoppers. Oh, it just looks like a big bag of Whoppers. But is it shaped like a Skittles bag, or is it shaped like a Reese's Pieces bag? Yeah, you've never a Skittles seen bag. Actually, Michael, actually, you're lying because they come in a box like Junior Mints. Oh yeah, yeah, they they do. They come in a box. Honestly, when you said have I ever seen a full size bag, I was thinking of like the Costco brand. I feel like they make a giant no. like Ziploc. Okay, whopper. yeah, yeah. Just retract. Go ahead. They make a Ziploc Ziploc Whopper bag. I don't see that. Whopper. Oh, I do see it. You're right. They have it on Amazon. Yeah. I retract. That's what I was picturing. God, I loved Whoppers. So do we agree that Crunch makes it in like the I don't think favorite? Crunch makes it into the top five. I think it was a nice to have, not a need to have. Like a Reese's was a need to have. And a Butterfinger. And a Butterfinger and a Kit Kat. Yeah, those were Whoppers. three staples. No, not Whoppers. Are we missing anything? Definitely not candy corn. Well, I feel like people didn't give away candy corn. It's too valuable. I like skittles and m&ms but i just don't feel like you ever got like jacked about that Ooh, what about starburst and then you saw like which colors you got and if you opened up that little package of two and you got a red and a pink yeah i like starburst i like the thing we talked about earlier the sweet tarts really those were fun but they were niche you know it was like a, yeah. a couple do you remember way way back in the day when you used to get warheads and it was a candy just yeah. designed to make you suffer. I did like that. So that was fun. Warheads. Lindsay, my sister, ate so many warheads that I, I thought her tongue was going to fall out of her mouth. Just disintegrate. And then there'd be like extra intense warhead. And you'd be crying, sobbing. Like, this is the best. I yeah. love this stuff. Mom, please give me more warheads. And the image, like some guy's brain coming out of his head. That's a great candy for kids. What was that thing? They weren't spicy. They were just like sour. So sour. They were yeah. sour. Tart. And right. they were a ball. And then as it, you know, kind of melted in your mouth, disintegrated in your mouth, it got more sour. No, it got sweet eventually. Eventually. Once all the... But it was really intense and sour. Oof, my mouth is puckering. Yeah. Just, just thinking about... It. I'm sorry for anyone that has misophonia, I think it's called. The phobia of noises that sound like they're eating. That's my bad. This probably isn't a great episode for you because I was also eating candy corn. Did you say you liked Almond Joys or Mounds? Almond Joys. Okay, because who likes a mound? No one. Exactly. Shouldn't exist. Sorry, Mound. Sorry if you work for Mound. I'm not trying to say lose your job, but it shouldn't exist. What even was it? Was it coconut? Dark chocolate and coconut. That sounds pretty good. Maybe I did like Mound then. I like coconut. Isn't that what Almond Joy was? I thought Almond Joy was almond. Did you? It had an almond with a coconut filling. I don't think I've ever tried an Almond Joy because to me, that just seemed like something the elderly would really like. Yes, an Almond Joy was 
shredded coconut topped with whole almonds and covered in chocolate candy. That sounds good. Those are good. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I would try that. I would give that a second chance in my adulthood. You know what really pissed me off as the bratty child that I was on Halloween night? What? Popcorn. Like people giving it to you? People giving you popcorn. And it was always in a little Halloween-themed plastic baggie. It wasn't like Smart Pop that came in a bag, like a bag of chips. Somebody had shelled, probably with their dirty hands, popcorn into a little ball or a bag. Yeah, that was gross. And it would be mushy, and it would be stale, and it would hurt your teeth. And at that point, just turn out your lights, lock your doors, and stay home. If I ever become the kind of person that hands out balls of popcorn that I made myself, put me in a home. I can at least give way to raisins, even though that is also ultra disappointing because raisins do come in a tiny box form and sometimes raisins really hit hard. If you haven't had raisins in a long, long time then you get that little red box, you're eating these and you're like, why don't I eat these all the time? These are delicious. They're good for you too. I don't know if the kind of raisins in the red box are. I think maybe like real raisins. I think I've saved what I think is the worst for last, and that is Mary Jane candy. What? Not Mary Jane, you know, like he, because people are worried about, you know, putting drugs in kids' pillowcases now. Mary, Mary Jane. Nobody knows what it is, but everybody knows what it is. It's the yellow and red packaging with the black lettering that says Mary Jane, and they are an old-fashioned peanut butter and molasses-flavored taffy-type candy. Ugh. Is this a joke? Mary Jane? No, it's from back in the day. It was a girl's name. Like a little girl. Mary Jane's. They were Mary Jane's. The logo is of a little girl eating a Mary Jane. That's cannibalism. Gross. This is one of the things where I'm wondering why does it still exist? Why are we still producing Mary Jane's as a society? Don't we have more things that are more important to do with our time and money? What else could we do with that factory? Uh, we could make like tanks. We could make tanks. What do you take? What are you going to do with the tank? I don't know. Put water in it. Oh, not military tanks. No, I mean like tanks for water and oil. Okay, isn't that, that called a tank? Random thing, but yeah, that works. Uh, we could be making wood, like desks, tables, chairs. Sure. The possibilities are endless if we just eradicated Mary Janes from our society. I mean, we'd probably just get one factory facility back. I can't imagine there's more than one. That's <laughs> true. That is true. If you are someone who likes Mary Jane candy, please contact me because I need to interview you for the Guinness Book of World Records as the only person who enjoys Mary Jane candy. This is what we call grandma candy. You know, the kind that's always on a little bowl by the door. Some, gra some grandma candy goes hard, like a butterscotch, the little caramel. Oh, what were those called? Werther's? Werther's. That grandma candy went off. But Mary Jane, I'm sorry. Your time has come to an end. You are out. Well, if anybody wants to trick-or-treat at our house, we're going to have full-size Snickers, but a limited amount because we're currently eating through them. Twix. I think Skittles. And there might be Butterfingers. They're stocked up. I'm really upset that I got 60 bars and thought to myself, this might not be enough. I should get a backup box of mini candies. I thought we were going to be flooded with children, like in Hocus Pocus, when she's singing to them, come little children, which oddly is the same tone as podcast favorite song, 
what is it called? Bag of Bones? Ghost of John. You know this podcast loves Ghost of John. And I love candy. I am not going trick-or-treating, but one day I hope to have children that will go trick-or-treating. I will be inspecting their bags, not for the razor blades, even though that's probably a responsible thing to do, but to make sure that they're getting the Reese's peanut butter cups and that they got enough for me and for Michael. You know what's better than candy, Michael? What's that? We have a new five-star hype up. Woohoo. And it's from Jumping Jack Frackham. And they said it's their favorite pick-me-up pod. They can't recommend this pod enough. Isn't that nice? Super nice. Jumping Jack. Tansy Alex, I think, really liked it a few weeks ago when I sang a song to them. So I think in the spirit of Halloween, I'm going to do the same for you as well. Have you seen the Jumping Jack? Beautiful and wise with an awesome back. Ooh, isn't the world better with Jumping Jack Frackham? If you haven't heard Ghost of John, you might want to go listen to it for this reference point. But the gist of it is, you are amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave such an amazing review. What a nice kind, compassionate person you must be. And all your friends and family are so lucky to have you in their lives. You are deserving of so much love and appreciation and kindness because you're giving it out. So I hope you're getting it right back. And if you're not, let me give it to you. I love you, Jumping Jack Frackham. I said it. I love you. You are incredible. And I hope that in the metaphor that is life, your life is only filled with Reese's peanut butter cups. Love you and love you all. Have a safe and spooky Halloween. Don't give out popcorn balls. Don't give out religious propaganda. Do not give out wax lips. And do give out Reese's peanut butter cups, especially if they're pumpkin shaped. Love ya. Happy Halloween. Bye.